Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right. All right. All right. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Here's In the Bonus with Doug Gottlieb. Wow. Doug Gottlieb Show in the bonus on Fox Sports Radio. We got a lot of things to get to. But I want to start with a conversation with you guys over something that happened over the weekend, right? There's the, we like to do the five things that happened over the weekend. Um, and obviously you have the Colts collapse up 33, nothing you have. I, I, I gotta tell you like the way the Patriots Raiders game ended was ridiculous and remarkable and fun. I would also point out that somewhere in that top five is wait, stop me. If you heard this, Anthony Davis is hurt. I know it happens so rarely. This is really surprising. Anthony Davis is hurt. Um, you can pick out a, a pantheon of other, other things. I, I think the, the bill's snow globe game. It wasn't that much snow. There's been a lot more snow. There might be a lot more snow when they play Chicago this weekend and uh, people complaining that the, the dolphins were getting pegged with snowballs and ice balls. Fair. So too, though, were cameramen and bills players as well. They were throwing it at everybody. So um, what first time you, it's like the least surprising thing ever is bills mafia a bit unruly. Okay. Not surprising at all. The number one thing to me though, was the world cup. And I, you know, if we, I try to be honest with you every day. 
And honestly, I haven't given an absolute shit at all about the World Cup since we've been eliminated. The final, it kind of fit perfectly into your day if you're on the West Coast because it was up early in the morning. And it had two stars. Like, you don't have to know anything about soccer to know Mbappe and, and Messi, right? Like, defending champs against a team that had, you know, had, had been good two, two World Cups ago. And last time, I think quarterfinals they lost. But here's the, here's the question. I actually, here's my statement, and then we can talk about it. Ending what I'm told is the biggest game, match, whatever, of the year okay, that is broadcast internationally to basically every country in the globe in what I'm told is the world's biggest sport on penalty kicks is one of the dumbest fucking things ever. That's it. There it is. And it's not because it's not exciting. Like we, we make this mistake where we say, well, what is exciting? College football's playoff, college football's uh, overtime rules, very exciting. But it's not actually football. Football is played on a 100-yard field, 50 yards wide. You don't cut off three quarters of the field at any point in football, except college overtime. So it's like a different sport. What I've always often likened college overtime to, which is the same as I'd, I'd liken um, the World Cup to, is this. It's amazing that we're going to sit there and go, all right, imagine if we had basketball and you got to the NBA Finals and let's say it goes to double overtime. You're like, you know what? Let's just do a, three, a free throw shooting contest. Or let's play one-on-one. Or in college football where you have to go for two, let's only shoot three-point shots. Kind of feels like that's the NBA anyway. But that's not the point. The point is that shootouts, though electric, though exciting, and though they speed up the finish of some of these dreadful nil-nil, one-one matches, in the World Cup final, doesn't everybody agree you just play until somebody scores a goal? I know they don't have the golden goal in first overtime, but why not? Or at least why not in the second overtime? Jay Stu, I felt robbed of a great soccer match. Robbed. Robbed, Rob. Yes. It pisses me off. And um, I, I'm sure you you did the, you experienced the same thing. I, I, I went to Twitter and I said, why are, we, uh, why are we happy with this? Or why are we satisfied with PKs deciding this game? And you get a lot of hate. Like, you don't know shit about the sport. Like, all right, well, then explain to me why that's satisfactory. How, how is it? How in my rudimentary knowledge of the sport and I have very little interest in your sport. I'm the perfect uh I'm the perfect what do you call it? blank whiteboard. Tell me why everyone is cool with this game after 4 years of everything you put into this and it ends on which goalie is going to guess right the most. It just seems ridiculous. What am I missing here? Um I don't know. I don't know what John Ramos what are you missing? I don't know. I, I agree with both of you 100%. Um, I watched the game. I was here working, watched the entire game. You figure if you just let them play, and I, maybe it's health reasons, like just to have them keep, because they, they definitely are tired <clears throat> after that long of playing. But I assume the more tired you get, the more likelihood that someone's going to score, right? <laughs> A goal at some point. Um, but yeah, ending on penalty kicks, at least in the World Cup final, maybe the semifinals and before that's fine. But in this particular game, but I tell you who was the most happiest, the NFL, the NFL, 
because that game ended five minutes before the kickoffs at 10 a.m. Pacific time. So uh, we were not, uh, they didn't have to leave the World Cup final to go to the uh, the NFL. So Yeah, that, that part ended up absolutely perfect. I just, I don't, I don't get the, it's like, ah, shootout. Like, again, if we're going to end in a shootout, then why not instead of overtime? What, why double overtime? It's just too, they'll get too tired. Well, that's part of sports. That's part of sports. I, I just think that, that soccer does itself a disservice with that type of rule. With that, and, and it doesn't mean like in an MLS match or whatever, like a regular season. Like you want to decide regular season games that way? Cool. It's a lot like hockey, right? Like in hockey, if you want a shootout or you want three on three, you know, fine. Get it done. Baseball, you want to put a runner in second base, get it done, fine. When we get to the World Series, we don't put a runner in second base to start extra innings, do we? No, in fact, they don't use those rules in the in the playoffs, right? In the playoffs, right. it's strictly just play until it's over. Now, people would complain. Remember that that 18-inning game, Dodgers-Boston Red Sox in the World Series? People were complaining like, oh, my God, just end it already. But... You know, that's just the way the game is. You just I don't remember. I did. I don't. Do you, do you remember? Did people complain? I thought people did mention that it was a little bit long. Like you know, no, no. It, what it does is it gives the people who think baseball is boring ju- just gives them fuel to say, "Look, eighteen hours or eighteen innings and nothing happened. It's boring." Uh, no baseball fan cares about that stuff. I mean, like baseball was said, like, well, there's no, there's no time limit. There's no, right. Like that's the beauty to baseball. Is it? That's, we, we talk about that's baseball, you know, it is in fact baseball. Um, yeah, look, I'm, I just, I watched it. I thought it was, I also think it's really interesting on people go like, no argument. Now Messi is the goat. Messi's awesome. Incredible player. And at 35 years old to play that well in that moment, remarkable, but like, Mbappe was really good, maybe as good or better. And did you know he's 24 years old? Yeah, he's just a kid. Right. So I I just, I don't know why we do that. We do that too, where he's the GOAT. We do know GOAT is greatest of all time, not greatest of the moment or greatest of the game. So that's that, maybe that's a year annoying is that everybody is everybody's the GOAT, depending on how they play. A GOAT, GOAT, GOAT is a singular thing, and it is an inarguable label. And if you don't have an inarguable label, you don't have the inarguable label. I heard somebody this morning say, uh, well, we definitely know who's better now. Uh, Messi is better than Ronaldo. I'm like, well, Ronaldo didn't get to play because his coach sat him. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. Like maybe if he played. And Ronaldo's also at the end of his run, too, right? right? Like he's, Messi's got, but Messi's also kind of at the end of his run. He just played better. But yeah, this is like, especially in soccer. Like, wait, so is Messi better now than he was four years ago when they lost in the quarterfinals? I would think, not right. I would think it would have been better four years ago. He was was a better player four years ago because he was younger. But again, based upon social media, that's not how it is. Not how it is. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern noon Pacific on Fox sports radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. All right, let's get to your annoying. And now it's your annoying. I saw this in the year annoying penalty kicks the world cup also on there. Uh, did you guys hear, I, I, I turned Jason Stewart onto this one. Did you guys hear, you know what happened with Gio Bernard? Set it up. Okay. So, uh, of the collapses yesterday, and there were several of them, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were probably among the most, um, prominent, right? Buccaneers were up 17-0. It was 17-3 at the half. They get beat 34-23. That really happened. It was crazy. Um, But what's even more interesting is a couple of the plays along the way. Gio Bernard is a former starting and star running back, right? And um, I believe at the time it was, I think it was, oh, It's the start of the second half. The score is 17-13. 
the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who had, remember, led the whole half up until giving up a field goal with like uh, in the in the waning seconds of the first half. I think as it's actually as time expired, Cincinnati kicked the field goal. So it's 17-13. They're up two touchdowns. They get the ball at their own 17. They get to the 26-yard line on third down. On fourth down, excuse me. So it's fourth and one. And uh, the ball is snapped to Gio Bernard, who's the, I guess called the, you call him the up man. On the, in the, and all he had to do was run it forward for a yard. Somewhere there was a call that they saw what they wanted and they had the fake punt on. Everybody was aware except for Gio Bernard. Okay, it happens. He fumbles. It only led to a field goal. Dramatic momentum change, but only led to a field goal. Like they lost and it changed momentum and they would have gotten the first down, but there's no promises they win the game because they, you know, they, they were terrible the entire second half. So, so I'm definitely not blaming the entire loss on Gio Bernard, but it did trigger part of the energy, which led to the comeback, which led to the disastrous third and fourth quarter by the Buccaneers and the comeback by the Cincinnati Bengals. After the game, reporters sought out Gio Bernard. Well, you were injured all year. What have you done for us Sorry. to talk to you about all year? I, I talked to you Tuesday. You, what, just don't, what, just talk, don't say you're not talking because I didn't talk to you all year. You were also injured most of the season too. Can I go to my family that I have outside and you all can. of a sudden now? Just, just don't say we didn't talk to you we, all year. We just wanted to ask for your perspective on what happened you, there. You're involved in one of the biggest plays of the game. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate your time. We do. We won't hold you. We we would have talked to you in the season, but okay, also you were injured. Question, Just tell us what occurred on the on the punt. Miscommunication. That's all it was on my part. I take complete fault for that. Was it a know? fake? I don't know. It was complete fault. My fault. That's it. Did, Is it something the team hasn't practiced? It's all me. All me. That's uh, something I did wrong, and that's all. So you. Were it was aware. all on me. Yep. Number twenty-five out there. That was me. Um, I was the one that did it. But were you aware it was, that it was just a fake? Yeah, I, I messed up. I understand that. But I'm just asking if you knew it was I messed we just up. just didn't know if it was a communication Yeah, breakdown. I messed up. Thank you. Okay. Yep. Thank, Thank you, guys. Thank you. Uh, here's why he's annoying. Like, he's obviously, he's just being a dick. And I get it. Like, you feel bad. And it's against your former team. Right? I mean, this is a guy who he was drafted by in the second round. He played for for almost a decade. I think he played for him for nine years, eight or nine years. And you hadn't played much, 31, you know. By the way, that's the only time he's gotten the ball all season long. You know, so here's what's bullshit. Well, you don't want to talk to me the rest of the year. Like, dude, you haven't done anything. Like, what What do you want us to do? Gio, you're not playing. You've been hurt. What do you think of Tom Brady? Like, so that part to it is is complete bullshit, Right. Complete bullshit. And then, and then the, um, it was a miscommunication. Now I'm going to answer the question, only I don't really want to answer the question, so I'm just going to fall on the sword, say it's all my fault, but not give any sort of details. You do realize we're all in this together. And I thought the reporters, like, they did a good job at first, and then they just kept asking, well, well I'm sorry, we'll let you go to your friends. Like, no, no, did we? Our job is to ask you questions. You were involved in the big play. It's against your former team. You're a very, you're usually, like, a very dependable player. Like, what happened? I just think, Gio, Gio Bernard, I know you're frustrated, but you're, you're annoying. Um, all right, what do you got for me on Tyreek Hill? Uh, Tyreek Hill, I don't think it made enough 
of the news last week. We had a uh, a current NFL star admitting on a podcast that he left a Super Bowl contending team because of his touches. And that just kind of went by the wayside. It was almost dismissed as, you know, receivers are like that. But to me, it was like a guy ad- admitting to being extremely selfish. And it kind of went unchecked. But anyways, he played on Saturday night. Uh, the, the Dolphins lost. I think he had like a pedestrian game stats-wise. But he came out uh, yesterday and tweeted, um, I will never play like that again, Fins. Uh, Fins. Fins. Bad performance. From myself last night, I'll be better. Peace sign. Um, but this is kind of what – it just pissed me off to see him tweet this in that he got away with what he said last week. Um, he went to a team that is not going to be in a Super Bowl or play for a Super Bowl anytime soon. The juxtaposition was that the Chiefs came back and won a game um, against a bad Texans team, but they they wrapped up their division, and they're probably going to go to the Super Bowl this year, maybe three out of the next five years. So it just kind of, I guess, re-stimulated my aggravation about Tyreek Hill. Um, you're annoying for going there. You're annoying for your performance on Saturday night, and then some weird apology to the fans yesterday. I don't mind the apology. I thought the whole thing last week was a joke just because he'd gotten more touches than anybody in football over the past couple of years. So that, that one was, 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 was super lame. Um, but I don't think, you know, apologizing, Hey, it won't happen again. I agree with you. You went, you, you left for money. Like, why don't just guys, why, why don't you just say like, Hey, they, they didn't want to pay me that much money. And I, I left for money. Okay. Okay. I, 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 think I it's try mis- to re- I try to put myself in, in a position of the fans. Like it's, it's almost like he completely uh, forgets the fact that there are fan interest in a team. To where you're you're saying on a podcast I left for completely selfish reasons. Um, I don't know. To me, it was just so totally tone deaf. One last one. Okay. Kirk, Kirk Cousins, um, you know, obviously he was the person who um, was the quarterback of the team who had the largest comeback in the history of the NFL on Saturday, and then he had this exchange with the reporter after. Is it too soon for you guys to realize you just played a game that people are going to literally talk about forever? Yeah, the Buffalo game, you know, maybe as well. Uh, we may have topped the Buffalo game with this one. Who knows? So uh, I, I'm a fan of football. I'm walking off the field. I, when someone said it was the largest comeback, I thought of Frank Reich and Bills and the Titans and Warren Moon and that game in Buffalo. And I thought it couldn't have been. It couldn't have been bigger than that comeback, and somebody told me it was. I still I don't know the numbers, but I was like, really, it was bigger than that one, because that one still to this day I always wonder how did that happen. But um, obviously, it's a results-based business, so when the result goes the way you want, it's it's, it's thrilling. So here's the big difference between the Bills comeback and yours. Uh, the Bills was a playoff game against a Hall of Famer Warren Moon um, with a backup quarterback. You you and your team allowed a, a Colts team coached by an interim head coach, which a lot of people think are in over his head, get up 33 points on you, only to just grab one out of your ass. Um, so I'm going to stop the comparisons to the Bills. This is not a comparable thing. Uh, and the Vikings are so frustrating this entire season as being unpredictable. You just never know what the hell you're dealing with. And Kirk Cousins is kind of the front of that. You're annoying. I I can't get down with that. I mean – I thought it was. I thought his answer was great. I even thought his answer walking off the field was great. When Tom Pelissaro asked him, you know, what do you think about this? And he's like, I need a second. Yeah, I, I, I obviously you don't like Kirk Cousins, 
And a lot of his answers are cheese ball. I don't think that was one of them. So I'm not going to get on board with him being the most annoying guy. Tyreek Hill's been annoying, but it's more previously. We talked about the penalty kicks in the World Cup. I'm going to go with Gio Bernard. Gio Bernard. Yeah, I know! Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Let's get to what the Fox said. And now. (laughs) What does the Fox say? Here's Colin Cowherd on the Patriots. Let's talk the craziest ending to a football game I've ever seen live. That ending in that game perfectly encapsulates 
what's wrong with New England and what they are now. For 20 years, they were the smartest team. Today, that was the dumbest play I've ever seen. They were dynamic. Welker, Edelman, Moss, Gronk. Now, 13 completions yesterday. Do you know they are 30th in the NFL in passing touchdowns? Behind Denver, Belichick and New England fell in love with themselves and their culture. The Greek story of narcissist. New England's the only team in the NFL without a passing touchdown in the fourth quarter. Brady saw it and got the hell out of there. New England now has family on the staff. It's no big deal. It's just football, right? Hard to see it coming. Smartest coach, greatest quarterback. But when you fall in love with your own soup, when you think you got it all figured out, and now they're kind of embarrassing. They can't draft. Their front office has been picked apart. Their coaching staff has been picked apart. And to put a bow on it, was it not perfect? Former Patriot Chandler Jones. It's the culture, right? We don't need an elite pass rusher. We'll just let him go. Um, well, here's the thing, though, Colin. Chandler Jones has been terrible with the Raiders most of the year. You know? And uh, I, I just, like, that play wasn't coached. That was the player. You know, the Raiders scored on a very controversial touchdown, which didn't appear to be a touchdown. And then, you know, the game was tied and it was just a stupid play. I, I don't know. I, I, I think you are taking us. He's taking a step that isn't necessarily there. They didn't get beat because they're arrogance. They got beat because dude tried to make a play. And we've all seen the videos of the lateral plays. Hopefully they've now seen the video of that lateral play. Here's LeVar Arrington and Brady Quinn talking about Jeff Saturday. Everybody who was a part of that Colts, uh, Effort, coaches, players should all be fired. Should all be fired. <laughs> Jeez, you should all happy be fired. Holidays from the you're Americans. a pro. You're you're a pro. You you gave up that amount of like y'all can't hold the ball long enough to not let them get three possessions, three three touchdown possessions. By the way, imagine Jim Irsay, the bottles he's popping. The songs he's singing, the trees he's leaning up against, celebrating oh, what he yeah. thought was a surefire butt-kicking of the Minnesota Vikings, only to then have to witness the worst loss in NFL history. That's brutal. I mean, I just, I can only imagine his emotions in all this. Well, at know? least he made history, you know? I mean, yeah, you got to be proud about the fact that he put the Ursay name in the Colts in the history book. How much does this impact Jeff Saturday being able to get that job long term? I mean, I think it was impacted before before now. I mean, oh, you, you do? I do. I, I, I okay. mean, I, maybe in the last week or so, you know, maybe maybe a little, you know, I don't know. But, yeah, I, I do. I, what, what, from day one? Day one? What, what, what's up? Where's the sarcasm coming from? How far back? That one's a bad one. Ramos, you taking a victory lap on it? Um, well, come on, John. Yeah. Yes, take one, sure. John. I mean, I mean, the team is the one that really loses the game, right? I mean, but the coach does have a part to play in the situation. And you, as being a coach, and I, as being a coach, know that decisions that we make during a game do have consequences. Absolutely, do. Um, I look. There's a lot to it. Okay, I mean, he's they lost the lead against Philadelphia. Uh, a better team, a smaller lead, but they lost the lead against Philadelphia. And it was, I mean, it's almost like comical and sad. As you see this thing, you're like, I know where this thing is going. This is going to end up bad. The Vikings kind of beat him twice. Remember, that was that call, which they should have had the ball, should have scored a touchdown. And, and so, um, 
I don't, I, I think it can happen to anybody. It has happened to bigger name and better coaches. But the fact is that Jeff Saturday, you, you have to own it. You have to wear it. And no matter how well coached they looked in the first half, this is how it finished. And that's the, the third game like that, that they finished where you could say, I don't know if it's end of game decision making or how, I mean, LeVar's right. Like, dude, there's a way in which you should never, there's a mathematical equation to it where you should never lose that game. 33 points, you should never lose that game. They should have to have, you know, uh, five length of the field drives in order to beat you. You know, to score to score five touchdowns, that's what they should have. You know, and it it should be mathematically nearly impossible if you have a smart, conservative, both offensive and defensive game plan for how to win the game. And they didn't, and you have to wear that. I absolutely think that affects any ability to bring back Jeff Saturday full t- for full time. Uh, here's Dan Patrick on the World Cup. This became more of an event where. You sort of remember where you're going to remember where you were, I think, watching the World Cup and decided on penalty kicks. It came down to what you wanted. The two best players in the world, or at least the GOAT status, Mbappe might be the best player in the world, but Messi on that stage did what you want great players to do. Both did. They came up with big plays, but uh, wonderful, spectacular. And just trying to gather all of that and understand it. And you don't have to be a soccer fan. It's it just that. And you didn't even have to root for anybody because if you cared about drama, it was there. That was it. You're just watching. And I didn't care. I thought France was going to win. But, you know, the, as it went longer, I thought, oh, my God, Mbappe is going to steal this from Messi. And then Messi's going to steal it back. And then all of a sudden it came down to PKs and Martinez was a better goalie. Uh, but, you know, give Argentina credit. You know, you start out, it's 2-0, and then I go, oh, is this how it's going to be? It's like, man, all right, I guess it's going to be a blowout. And then all of a sudden, bang, bang. And I go, okay, here we go. Wonderful, wonderful moments there. No, it was, it, it was, that was an amazing, amazing soccer match. I didn't like the PKs, but, I mean, the idea that it went from 2-0 and you're like, oh, you know what soccer does. They go back and put everybody in the box and whatever to 2-2, just like that, incredible. It, it was, I don't, know, I don't know enough about soccer historically to tell you if it was the best ever or whatever, but it was a fun watch, a good watch by two stars and two prominent countries that everybody knows and respects, and, and that's why it won the weekend. That's what the Fox say. What does the Fox say? All right, let's get to the pick of the day. Tonight, the Green Bay Packers host the L.A. Rams. Now, when the line was six and a half or seven, I loved the Packers. Now it's seven and a half. So everyone's going to say, stay away, stay away, stay away. Too many points, which is probably accurate. But I do think that all signs point to the Packers um, showing us what we thought they were potentially capable of. You know, look, it's the Rams are a shell of themselves in terms of personnel. Plus, they're a dome team playing on the road. And as much as Baker will know the offense more, at some point realize they don't have a running game and there's not much to throw to. I still like the Packers, even though the line has moved. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Reminder, the Doug Gottlieb Show daily, 3 to 5 Eastern Time, 12 to 2 Pacific. And of course, you got the In the Bonus podcast that you're listening to. Thanks so much. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is In the Bonus. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first listen. listen. 
This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 